Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. This is Wendy Poling, and you're listening to The Military Spouse Show with Krista Wells, the military spouse coach, and myself. So I just want to welcome everyone and say thanks for listening in. Welcome, everyone. This is Krista, the military spouse coach, and I'm also excited to be here. I want to say Happy New Year to everyone. And today we're going to be talking about goal setting, and I'm so excited because it's always been a little bit of a dry topic um, in the coaching world. I've been coaching military spouses now for 13 years, and every January my clients and the media and everything is talking about New Year's resolutions and goals, and I feel like this year um, I have kind of created a new twist on the traditional goal setting, so I'm hoping it'll be a lot of fun. We can write down our goals and get more excited about them and not have it be a list of shoulds uh, or things that we don't really want to do that we're just writing down like we think we should be doing them, but actually things that we're just and energized about. So I'm really excited about tonight's show. And when we were doing the prep, everybody, and Krista was sharing with me her tips, we've got five of them for you. I really like this new different approach. I'm thinking, I'm looking at it as a different approach versus just a, you know, write a goal down and, and, and go and strive for it. We hope tonight that you'll just, whether it's in the evening or during the day, that you'll just take a deep breath and settle on in with us. We're going to be here for about the next 30 minutes. If you're driving and you can't write stuff down, we'll put the show notes up on the website. So you'll be able to go there and get all of these tips in an easy printable blog post that you can you know, take with you and uh, make your own. So, all right, Krista, what's the first tip? Okay, the first tip that I have for goal setting um, is to zap those little frustrations. Or when I got my coach training, we called it zap toleration. It's almost like clear the slate before you even start your goal setting. And what I mean by that is write down a list of little things that are frustrating you and zapping your energy and just making you feel like you can't even focus on some of your bigger goals because they're just little annoyances. So some examples are things like when you open your sock drawer and you don't have the right athletic socks or you have a hole in a bunch of different socks and you haven't tossed them. Or for me, I have four little kids that are getting ready for school in the morning and for some reason their mittens always disappear. So I have a basket of extra mittens in the kitchen. So it's just little things that are zapping your energy, making you less focused on what you really need to focus on. Most people's goals are about increasing their health, their wealth, or their, you know, some kind of goal that has to do with that. But these other little things get in the way. So my friend Nicole was just telling me, oh, I'm so frustrated in the morning because I always have to do so many 
things before they go off to school. And she said it's frustrating to even pack their snacks. She came up with this idea to put all five snacks in their backpacks on Monday and say, okay, you have one a day for the whole week. So it's a little <laughs> tiny thing. I, I like know, that. It's, so it's a little tiny thing, but she's like, wow, my morning just goes smoother now because I'm not repeating myself, did you pack a snack? Did you pack a snack? What about your snack? And she said, they have their five bags of pretzels in there on Monday. And Nicole said, you know what? If you eat them all on Monday, you don't have a snack on Friday either. So it's teaching them a little bit of that delayed gratification. But write a list down of like five to ten things that you want to tackle once and for all. Um, Maybe... It's, you know, all those little things that you say, oh, I'll do it, but I'll do it later. We have a broken bar stool in our kitchen, and the kids keep snagging their clothes in it, and I'm like, oh, it really needs to be fixed, but it's the kind of thing I would put off. What what happens when you write a list of ten things and you just get really serious and tackle them and just do it is you find out that all that little bit of energy that was going into those frustrations can now be refocused into a more important goal. So rather than kind of looming around all year long. So that would be the first step to zap those frustrations. And when... I love um, Yeah, I know you've always liked that one. We talked about it maybe on a prior show or just in the coaching field we have... Um, brought that up before, but I think it's a good one to repeat and just, you know, get it done before you focus on everything else. But go ahead and let us know what the next um, of our five tips is. Okay, so the next tip is focus on your high scores. So when we were talking about this earlier, you were saying that you have a lot of clients that when they fill in their coaching wheel before they even get finished, they'll say, oh, well, I have a two in the area of my finances or See, I really do have a one in career, and that's why I'm here. They're just quick to already go to their weaknesses, I guess, versus the strengths. And so what I liked, what you have to be careful not to just concentrate on your, your weaknesses. And Strengths Finders, that's one of my favorite books. You guys have heard me talk about that. It's all about speaking to your strengths. And so this tip really does ask you to look at what else is going on in your life so that way you can celebrate those high scores and to be proud of those things that you're working on. So maybe like you're taking care of really young kids or you're doing volunteer work, those types of things, things that you're already doing well and concentrate on those things and versus saying that, you know, we'll see I'm reaffirming that this one area where I'm weak at and just beating yourself over and over about that and not allowing you to work on other things and celebrate the good things that you've already had great success at. So I know that was tip two, but I wanted to give give you the opportunity if you had anything else to chime in on that one because I know um, that's one of your favorite. Well, the only thing I could say is that if someone's new to our show uh, and they can go to my website, it's militaryspousecoach.com, and in the client area, and anybody who listens to the show is welcome to go in there and download a copy of an assessment that I have. It's called Life Maps. If you don't know your coaching wheel or when we're talking about a coaching wheel, what that means is basically how are you doing in the different areas of your life? How are you doing in your marriage? How are you doing with friendships? How are you doing with your career? How are you doing with taking enough leisure time for yourself? How are, you know, and and thinking about your life in a balanced manner. So if you're not quite sure how you're doing in all those different areas, 
Life Maps is a really quick assessment. It takes like five, ten minutes, and you can just fill it out, and it kind of gives you a rating of how are you doing in your finances, how are you doing in relationships, how are you doing in those areas. And then the twist that we're putting on it with this show is don't look at it like where am I weak and have to get stronger, but where are you already strong and can capitalize on that. So maybe you're doing really well in your personal relationships. How can you leverage that and create some more relationships that work, things like that. So you can take what you're already good at and spread it around. If you're really organized and you, you know, in your home environment, maybe you can capitalize on that and apply it in other areas of your life. So if there is an area that's lower, you're using that strength to lift up uh, rather than feel like you're forcing, you know, like, oh, no, I'm not good at this. I'm never going to be good at it. And you you get stuck and you make you tend to make should goals, like I should be better at paying my bills, rather than, oh, I'm really techy and great with my phone, so I'll, you know, download this bill-paying app on my phone. So it becomes something where you're using what you're good at to fill in those gaps. So feel free to take the assessment and have some fun with looking at where you're high and using that <laughs> in all the other areas. Yeah, the I next, love that one. Yeah, it's like it's a good one. It's just it's easier because it feels less like you're beating yourself up and more like, wow, I'm really this is something I'm really good at and it will be easy. And the whole idea of tonight's topic is I want goal setting to be something that you're really excited about and happy about, not sit down and oh, I didn't get this done last year and I said I would and I you know, I, I have these goals like I should lose weight or I should make more money. Um Shift your language to something more positive where you might think rather than what you want, a lot of people say, I want to lose 10 pounds or I want to make $10,000 more. And shift that want to a feeling. So I have my clients say, I want to feel healthy or I want to feel like I'm making a difference. Uh, One of my goals this year was I want to feel like I'm making a positive contribution to the military spouse community with my coaching. And that is a lot more fun to me than a dollar amount or a certain number of hours that I'll work or a certain number of pages that I'll write or a certain number of podcasts that we'll produce. It's more about I really want to focus on the feeling that I get when I'm making a positive contribution. So when you can shift to the feeling, it just makes you energized longer, makes your goal a little bit more fun. And it has to do with the whole law of attraction model, which is really popular in the coaching industry. And it's really based on setting ourselves up to live more in a positive feeling, and that attracts success so much more effortlessly. So if I say, oh, um, you know, I really want to be healthy, then I'm in a calm state and I am listening more to my intuition and I'm taking the necessary actions that I need to take because in order to reach your goal, like if you want to write a book, you have to sit down and write. But if you're in a feeling state that's really positive, it's, so much more effortless. So when you're writing down your goals and you're creating a vision board, which is something that I've talked about, uh, and I think it's on the militaryspousecoach.com, I blogged about um, how to do a vision board. But it's basically cutting out a bunch of different pictures from magazines that inspire you. And the whole purpose of it isn't to put a picture of a beach house on a vision board, but it's to Put to elevate your mood, to say, hey, if I had that house and I was in that house, this would be my mood 
and it puts you in that positive vibration that makes everything else in your life happen so much easier. So when you feel like you're looking at your list of goals, or even when a client is reading me their list of goals, and I'll say, I'll look at their body language. I'll look at how do they feel when they're telling me about their goal. And if they say something like, I should spend more time, you know, with my work friends or something, and I'll say, you know what, you don't seem really excited about this. So what can you put on, you know, what can, what can you put on your vision board that you're really, really excited about and that could be fun for you? And that way, when you're looking at it, whether or not the particulars come true, you know, for lack of a better word, come true on your vision board, you're in the right state to attract really good things for your year to come. So I think that that's just a great one. I say be in love with your vision. Be in love with your goals. Have a relationship with your goals. And that way... It's something that you want to do rather than something that you feel you should do. And Wendy is going to tell us how we can make that exciting goal actually more doable (laughs) in the next Yes, right. So we've got five tips for you. So this is number four. The first three were uh, zap those little frustrations and then focus on your high scores. And the third one was be in love with your vision. So number four is try new systems that support your goals. And what I like about this different twist of thinking that Krista is challenging us to do is so instead of, you know, thinking or wanting or, or just making the promise to lose a certain amount, like I want to lose ten pounds in twelve months, to actually change that way of thinking and what you're verbalizing to around a system, so make it a little bit um, more tangible. And you gave the example the other day about you put like a um, a picture of a tennis racket on your vision board, and you didn't really say, like, I want to hang out with my son more, but it kind of led to that because you're hoping it leads to that because then he's taking tennis, you're taking him with tennis, and then eventually you'll be able to play tennis together. Not necessarily that you want to play and learn to do tennis, it's spending time with your son. So with that kind of analogy, for this, it could be just making one night a week a commitment to to make healthier meals. And so like on Sunday nights when you have more time to actually prepare a meal, that you make that meal be your healthy meal of the week. It kind of sets you off for the week and starts you thinking in a different way. And the other point you put on there too, Krista, was, you know, taking the time to walk your kids to school versus driving them to school, that that's a a healthy lifestyle change. So it's creating a way that you have a system where you're doing things that have the added benefit of movement in the goal that you're wanting to accomplish. So one of the things we are started doing is um, just putting it on the calendar, like some of the things I've been working on, just making that time, scheduling it, and don't move the time, no matter what happens, and leave some slip in your day so that way if things take longer than you think they're going to take, which they always do, <laughs> you don't become overwhelmed. And then all of a sudden the one thing you really want to do, you can't do because you're too tired or it took too long for homework or took too long for this or that. And now the one thing you thought you'd get done that was really a priority for you and your goal, it's one more week where you didn't have any progress on it. So um, 
I just feel like this is a great tip for us all to learn from, whether it's losing weight or it's starting a project or organizing your closet or whatever that may be. Yeah, and I think it's so nice to focus on the system rather than the outcome because we get so a lot of times when we have an outcome in mind of a particular project or something that we want, we that gremlin voice comes in and says, oh, that's a really big project, or that's really a lot of weight to lose, or that's really, uh, you know, can you really do that? And we are, that gremlin voice creeps in versus if we focus on what we can do not versus what that outcome, you know, focus more on the process than the outcome, we we get into action in a way that is more rewarding. So it might be, like you said, something like it feels exciting to say, okay, on Sunday nights I'm going to cook some healthy food for the week or on Sunday nights I'm going to meet with my friend and we're going to have a writing night or, you know, whatever it is. We're going to, I'm going to commit to the process rather than the outcome. Um, and that way you're, it's almost like you leave the outcome open-ended and it could be even better than what you visioned for yourself, but you're really focused on that. You're focusing on the consistent action versus exactly how, uh, and you can always tweak that, but you're focusing on the process. And that always feels really good because you, um, when you are a military spouse and maybe you're under um, inevitable stress being a military spouse, um, to get into action lowers your anxiety. So it doesn't really matter. It almost, it sounds funny, it, do, it almost doesn't really matter what the action is. Just getting into action and taking those steps towards um, your goal can lower your anxiety and get you feeling really good. And the goal itself might change and ebb and flow and, you know, based on our flexible lifestyles, but at least you are committing to taking that action, which I think is just so, so important. Yeah, I love that, Krista. And one thing I wanted to add, too, is that, you know, if you're sitting there and you're like, I don't know what goals I should have. I'm I'm down on goal setting. Goals I usually set I don't reach, or I'm just too overwhelmed to even have a goal. And that's okay if you're in that spot. And I feel like sometimes if we say, and tell me what you think about this, Krista. If you, we all know the things we don't want, and that helps us narrow down what we do want. So oh, if you yeah. think about, oh, I don't want this, I don't want that, but I do want this, and I do want that. And then that's when that action, when you, the clarity comes from that little bit of action. And then the more action you have, the more clarity you get. And it just gets clearer and clearer and clearer. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And I think that the important thing is to not focus on what you're not doing or the shoulds or the goals that don't feel right, but think about what what do you want to do. And sometimes if a client feels overwhelmed, I'll say, you know, just start with a vision board. Go through the magazines and what images are popping out at you. And as funny as it sounds, Wendy, I had no idea why I was last year when I did my vision board, I just ripped out a picture of a tennis racket and threw it on there and I had (laughs) picked up a tennis racket since high school, which was many, 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 many years ago. So I thought, why am I putting a tennis racket on here? I haven't touched a tennis racket in 20 years. But that leads into our last tip, which is add some fun. I have no idea why I did, but I thought it looked fun, the picture of the tennis racket in the magazine. <laughs> so I, one of my tips was, what did you love doing as a kid um, that you can try again now that you're an adult? 
I, you know, I used to enjoy playing field hockey. My husband enjoyed sports as a kid. So it's like, how can we do that? Even if I can't go play field hockey now, what was the feeling I had when I was playing field hockey? Well, I was outside, it was, there was grass, there was, you know, camaraderie. So what can you do now that you would add some fun and some spark to your life? So one day my kids were taking tennis lessons. They they um, were walking off the court and the instructor came up to me and said, would you ever want to do um, this mom tennis clinic that I'm running? And I thought, oh, I haven't picked up a tennis racket since high school. But I thought about it and Wendy laughed, but I said, well, I see old people playing tennis. <laughs> this is a good, <laughs> this is something I could do. So I said, sure, and I started taking tennis lessons on Wednesday. And what I realized was that by going to my little tennis lesson on Wednesday morning, it was just something I threw on my vision board and I decided to, you know, have at it and try it, something new and fun. But I realized that some other old goals that I was stuck on, like going to bed earlier and drinking more water and socializing with new people and not just being um, so isolated, I work one-on-one with clients for a good portion of my day, and then I'm with my kids. So I thought, I'm not really just out there seeing people like I was when I was in the corporate environment. So that was a goal that I put, but it always felt like a should. Like, I should be more social. I should drink more water. I should, um, you know, exercise more. And when I thought of the tennis lesson, it seemed like something fun to go to. And, of course, I grab a bottle of water on my way, which is effortless. Of course, I talk to other moms that are at the tennis clinic. So it's something where those other goals kind of happen effortlessly because I was focused on having more fun in my life, which goes back to the whole reason you make the vision board is because you want to look at it and create a good feeling in your life. It's not about getting more things it's about feeling a certain way even when you think about what you want that you know like if someone will say no 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 i really want a new purse how is that purse going to make you feel so it still goes back to the feeling of what do you what are you going to feel when you are banging around a, t- a tennis ball um, on the court <laughs> or whatever it is for you but it's about how can you have more fun and I have so many clients that will say, well, when my husband retires, I'm going to try X. Or, well, when my kids get older, I want to take piano. Or when I, you know, all these things. And oftentimes I'll really challenge the person, if that sounds fun to you, is there a way you can do it now? Because we don't always need to wait for retirement or wait until he's back from deployment or wait until the kids get older. If there's something that seems fun to you, I challenge you to try to squeeze it into your life now and maybe let go of some other things in your week that are less fun and um, kind of, you know, write down your goal list and cross off the ones that don't don't look, that look like stale ones and then add a couple fun ones. So that would be my closing challenge for y'all. All right, so I'm going to accept this challenge and I hope that you guys will too because I... Uh need to put some more fun into my routine because it's not a there's I spend too much time I think working driving commuting rinse rinse repeat you know clean cook all that stuff I think this is good and I love the whole thing where I see a lot of old people playing tennis I think I can do that I know. Find How hard could it be? What can I do? I don't think I could play field hockey, but maybe I could play tennis. <laughs> I love that. 
Well, okay, so kind of to recap everybody, so here's your five tips that we're going to work on. It's uh, to help with your easy breezy goal setting for the new year so you can plan your year and think about what you know what you want to do and accomplish and enjoy for this 2016 and so those five are zap those little frustrations the next one's focus on your high scores the third one is be in love with your vision and we said you can go to militaryspousecoach.com for um more information on the coaching wheel and the vision board. Uh, the fourth one was try new systems that support your goals. And the last one is add something super fun to your life now. Don't, you know, don't wait until you think you're going to have more time or retirement or X, Y, or Z or till you know, whatever that happens to be. And that's a challenge for us all to make, I think, because we just think, oh, I'm too busy or start with all the reasons why not. So that's it. I know those are the five tips. We'll put them on the show notes for today's episode. And I'm excited for you guys to have a great upcoming week. And we will be here for you next week with some more insights and inspiration for intentional living. And uh, anything else before we go, Krista? Well, I wanted to add real quick that there's and then next Monday on the MilitarySpouseCoach.com, you can go to Military Spouse Coach Facebook page. And under events, I'm actually going to, if you want to, like, really be, you know, listen to the, after you listen to the show, you want to write down your goals and uh, meet with me. I'm offering a free teleclass on how to get your goals into writing, which makes them, you know, write it down, make it happen. So write down your goals, and we're going to review a little bit in more detail your specific goals. So if you want to show up for that call, it's Military South Coach Facebook page under events. You can just get the call-in information and join me for that free teleclass. Awesome. That's so great. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Military Spouse Show. We invite you to connect with us online. Krista's website is MilitarySpouseCoach.com, or you can visit MyMilitaryLife.com. We're working on the refresh of the Military Spouse Show website, and so that will be launching soon. So you can follow us there coming soon. And then online on Twitter, you can tweet us a question or feedback or anything, a shout-out, and you can use the hashtag MilitarySpouseShow. That's hashtag Military Spouse Show. And Krista and I, whether it's Military Spouse Coach or My Military Life, will we'll definitely reply to you and continue the conversation. So thanks, Krista. Awesome advice as always. So much fun hanging out with you tonight. Thank you. You too, Wendy. And everyone have a great new year. And have fun with you. And we'll see you soon. <laughs>